Welcome to the Ether. Today is Tuesday, October 4th, 2022. Today on the Ether, Secret Spaces, featuring Secret DAO on their platform and Polymer, along with Raccoon Supply. Let's take a listen. Hello, everybody. It's time for Secret Spaces. Tuesday, October 4th edition, we do these every Tuesday, bringing teams from around the secret ecosystem and outside of it to talk about what they're building, why why privacy matters in their own solutions. And today we're gonna to be featuring the Secret DAO team who have a lot to say because we're gonna be going over their DAO platform. We're gonna be going over Polymer, uh, which they've recently announced that they're uh, going to be carrying forward in the ecosystem. So that's something exciting that has not been discussed anywhere before. Sit tight for just a second in the audience because we have to go tweet this, share this around. Please send this to people in your communities if they're interested in anything in the cosmos, anything secret, anything DAO related, of course, anything DeFi related. This is going to include a lot of really important information. And again, much of it never before released. So please do us the favor of sharing this link around in your communities. We'll kick off here in a second. I just want to make sure I see it's being recorded. This will be available later. Yeah. This will be available both on Twitter if people load up the old spaces link and also on the secret YouTube. Awesome. Cool. So if you don't get to hear the alpha live, you do have another option, but I think it would be far preferable to get it in real time as always. Sit tight for a couple minutes. We're going to get a couple more speakers up on this stage as well. So just sit tight. In the meantime, please note that we have pinned a tweet for you here in the Twitter space. So check it out. You'll see a pinned tweet that Patrick just put up describing the space. Feel free to share that announcement with anybody who wants to come and join the spaces. You'll also notice that it contains a link to a special secret DAO secret badge. And you can follow that link to claim the badge for yourself. We do these for every secret spaces. It's just a way to prove that you're supporting the teams in the ecosystem. They are private by default badges, of course, so only share them if you like. But it's a great way to show your support and start collecting the badges for all these different spaces. Show them off or don't. This week, the secret badge for attending has already been released. I have not yet said the claim code. We're going to at least let our team introduce themselves here and then i'll reveal the claim code for everybody who's been waiting around for that and we've got at least one more of them up on stage here i think that means we can kick off jacob you want to do a quick mic text sure i'm here yeah test successful can confirm perfect can we pull minded up here i'm he's looking a, for him where is he at he's Cyclops circus where is he he's his name is Circus. Send him an invite. I'm not sure if he's seeing it. No, he's he's right there in the in the crowd. It this is Cyclops Circus with the cat. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll send him another invite. I think. Oh, oh, I see. yeah. I if he if he sees it, we'll pull him up here. If he doesn't, it might take a second. He can he can if you want to tell him to disconnect, reconnect. We'll pull him up here. While we work on that in the background, we'll just kick off. So. This is Secret Spaces. We do these every week for the Secret Ecosystem. Today is the October 4th edition. And uh, this week, we are very pleased to be hosting the Secret DAO team. And they have a lot to talk about, not just DAOs. Uh, they're going to be talking about all their products. And they're going to be talking about Polymer, specifically, which is a exciting product in the Secret Ecosystem that the Secret DAO team is taking over. We're going to find out why, what the plans are, how it all relates to Secret DAO, and what's next. 
but we'll kick off with introductions while we try to get our last speaker up here. So first with Nodefather and then to Jacob. Hey, um, Ian. Um, I've been dubbed Nodefather by Crypto Messiah, so I guess that kind of stuck. Um, a validator across some Cosmos chains. Primarily, we focus on Secret and we build for Secret. Uh, and uh, me and my team, we, we run the secretnodes.com explorer and we're building the uh, DAO tooling. And uh, uh, we are going to be building and maintaining Polymer going forward as well. Hey, I'm uh, Jacob. I'm the CTO at Secret LLC. So I've been uh, helping Ian build out uh, all the secret nodes infrastructure as well as secret DAO. Um, so I was the one that uh, built the secret nodes explorer for the most part. And, uh, um, you know, we launched the first Cataclops collection uh, earlier this year. Awesome. Well, we'll keep trying to get our last speaker up here. But in the meantime, I will share the claim code now as we're about to get into the meat of the discussion. So if you've been hanging around waiting for that, go ahead and use your claim code to claim the secret DAO badge. The code is SNOWMAN, all capital letters. You might not know why it is. So we encourage you to claim the secret badge and see why for yourself. You'll be able to see in the private metadata something that will hopefully help you understand today's claim code a little bit better but we appreciate uh being able to share something special every week with these badges that you'll only see if you claim them so come check it out it's leveraging all the privacy capabilities of secret as a network just like secret dao is so without any further ado let's jump straight into things uh let's start with secret dao i mean the it seems pretty clear what it is from the name, you know, something to do with secrets, something to do with DAOs. But let's let's hear quickly, like, what is Secret DAO actually? Like, what's the mission of Secret DAO? And then we'll get into the what remains of the 2022 Secret DAO roadmap. Sure. So Secret DAO uh, really started off as just uh, you know, tooling uh, to create DAOs easily that can communicate with each other. Um, we, we have had an internal roadmap. We've been working pretty hard on it. Um, it's adjusted recently, but you know, our, our launch vision essentially was to create DAO tooling that was private by default, uh, built from the ground up for privacy in mind. Um, uh, something that would account for, you know, if you're voting in a specific DAO, that that having privacy protections, people not knowing what DAO you're voting in and, and things like that. Um, over time, we've been trying to work on making it more into an ecosystem over, over this year. Uh, and, you know, it's like today, essentially, I would pitch it more as an ecosystem. One of the elements is the DAO tooling, but kind of like, uh, at least hopefully the good parts of the initial DAO concept in Ethereum, it would be a, uh, a main DAO that had um, things that it did inside of it. So for us, what we're doing is we're adding utility over time. Um, and it, a really important element of it is going to be the tooling, but the people that help us uh, realize the tooling uh to to the to the end like to completion or to launch let's say they will be the people that govern the main secret dao and over time uh the token that powers that will have more utility added to it uh the first piece being polymer sweet anything else that the rest of the team wants to add i mean now's a good time also to get with our last introduction of our other speaker up here if you want to go ahead mr minded yeah, my name is Mr. Minded. I'm the artist uh, behind the Cyclops Circus and Cataclops Collection. Uh, I also do a lot of the one-on-one stuff that you see for our promotional pieces. Sweet. Uh, so, yeah, if there was anything that you or Jacob wanted to add to what was already said, otherwise we can go back into 
all the features that are planned for like, let's, let's talk about, you know, Q4 of this year is what we have left, right? We just kicked it off. We've got three months. Clearly a lot of stuff is coming, you know, what features will be coming, whether a token is coming, all these things. Like we've gotten a lot of questions from the community uh, on both points. So whatever you guys want to share, the floor is yours. So um, with, with the acquisition of Polymer, we, we have pivoted a bit. There were, uh, there were, there was some utility being worked on uh, and we've, we've just kind of decided to, move that aside uh and use um kind of use the resources we have available and what we have available right now it seems like a much stronger position for us to take so this year the roadmap which was private (laughs) has shifted a little we will be releasing an nft contract uh, that is open source for collections on secret to use there's a few contracts right now that people use um, and we even used uh, one of them for launching the Cataclops collection. The contract we release will have uh, quite a bit more features uh, than, the, than the existing ones that teams have kind of been freely using. Uh, and some of those features will uh, kind of put DAOs in a position, rather you have a collection or a token, it'll put you in a position uh, to use the majority or like all the features that we're building out through secret DAO. Um, the other contracts can be compatible, but there are just some extras we're kind of putting in. Um, we also noticed from using one of the contracts, like uh, we did get, you know, great support from the people making it, but no one's really putting out like an open NFT contract that people can deploy to the network, use on their own site and have like, any kind of like hand holding and stuff. So we kind of want to fill that gap with the first thing that we released this year. Um, we'd be migrating our collection uh, for Cataclops over to that new contract. Um, I suspect other people with collections or tokens, uh, I, I suppose collections um, may decide to migrate to this new contract too. Um, uh, and like the specifics of what the extra features will be, we'll be announcing them some point this year because that's when we intend to release that feature. But um, the rest of what we're focusing on this year is Polymer. And uh, I'd be happy to dive into how they connect in a bit. Well, that's the most recent, most exciting announcement is around Polymer. Uh, Again, like, I don't know how you guys want to share the speaking duties up here on stage. I will always pause for effect, but if people want to fill in the gaps uh, from the technical side as well on any of these features, uh, go for it. I, I did, did you mention in there whether there's going to be a token release this year for, for I guess, polymers kind of separate from this, but maybe related? I guess uh, I get there, there is definitely going to be a token, but I guess I should probably start referring to polymer as with the new name. Um, oh. So- we will be rebranding it. There is another major Cosmos project, uh, at least arguably. That, you know, they seem pretty big and respected. And they use the same name. Uh, so we're going to change that uh, to blizzard.finance. And um, Mr. Minded is working on that branding. We have some of it done already. Um, so we're making progress there. And the plan is to have a, a launch of Blizzard in quarter four of this year, for sure. Um, there are some things that we still need to do. Uh, we need to do an audit. Um, and we need to do, we need to finish like an internal review of all the code and stuff like that. Jacob does. And uh, Cody also does. I don't think he's on this call, but he's our other developer at Secret LLC. Um, and uh yeah the token would be called snow sno uh and yeah yeah i think uh one of the biggest things that we're going to be working on uh with blizzard uh before launching it is uh making sure that the contracts are upgraded to cosmosm v1 um so that they're 
little more future-proof than some of the older versions, uh, and so they're more efficient. Uh, but that's really one of the biggest things. And then um, I think that we also need to build the ability and to upgrade the contracts at a later date. Uh, but those are really the biggest uh, like milestones that we still have to complete to get it out the door. Exciting. And definitely alpha. And definitely now starting to make a little bit more sense why we've got this claim code today. And maybe makes a little more sense about what you're going to see when you interact with the badge. So it's a bigger vision, I think, than people were probably uh, assuming. And I, I agree with you. There is another project in the Cosmosverse uh, ecosystem, interchain ecosystem, whatever, that, that has that same branding. So build, being able to build a separate brand with more clarity for what the product actually is, is giving the secret ecosystem and beyond is, uh, you know, that that's going to help a lot. So then maybe since we kind of understand where you're going, or at least we, we've started to understand where you're going, why did you decide to take this on in the first place? Like, why was this so critical to your vision for what you guys were trying to create? So that's a great question. Um, so we, we have, like I had said, we've been working on various different ideas uh, internally for adding utility past the DAO tooling. There, there is some straightforward utility for the tooling, especially given that um, uh, one, of, one of the maybe more unique uh, things that we're doing with our tooling is making it so uh, if you have a DAO and you either attach an NFT collection to it or issue one after creating the DAO, that those NFTs can be stakeholders inside of your DAO. So uh, some of those creator tools uh, were kind of what we were looking at um, uh, when it comes to creating utility, but we, we wanted much more than that uh, for utility, which led us to the ecosystem direction, right? Like adding multiple pieces of utility to the same token. Um, and we, we had had discussions with our community about what it would look like. Uh, and this was just, it's just a hypothetical uh, that we had a discussion we had with our community. But we asked, like, what would it look like if uh, something like secret swap, like if we did a swap for them or, uh, you know, something that allowed us to continue the develop the development and bring an AMM to the DAO tooling uh, to be next to the DAO tooling, right? Because if you're trying to create tools for people to issue tokens and NFTs in a DAO, then one of the missing pieces to that, like you give you give them the building blocks to build it, but then they have a token or an NFT and it's it's not listed anywhere like immediately. So one of the 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 main points of getting an AMM really is so if you create a token with your with your DAO, you should be able to get it listed somewhere pretty much instantly. So with Polymer uh, or Blizzard, with Blizzard, we're going to make it so it's instantly compatible. Uh, but incentives would only come with uh, the results of governance votes, of course. But it, it really lowers the friction. A team wouldn't need to like go out there and like not know who to contact for this or that uh, to figure out how to get like your coin initially somewhere that is available to others. Uh, and that's kind of like the key thing we're trying to tie in there. We're, we're not trying to fuse the interfaces. Blizzard is going to stand on its own with its own interface as its own product. We're not trying to shove DAO tooling down the throats of anybody using the DEX or the AMM. They're, they're going to be there to use that. Uh, but if somebody wants to create something and they want to use that as a feature to to push out and be available to the AMM users, uh, then they would have a path to do that. I think it makes a lot of sense. And yeah, for, for a lot of DAO users, I don't know how many are listening here, but a lot of us are, are members of DAOs in some form or another. Like that does sound like some killer features and, and things that are going to be really required. Um, for the other guys who are up here on stage, is there is there anything that we should be thinking about or asking about when it comes to like the technical foundation, all the ways in which all of these different products are going to be 
leveraging the network or or maybe one interesting question I always have, right? Since we're part of the cosmos here, how these sorts of features can interoperate with the rest of the cosmos universe? Are there ways you're thinking about bringing people from other ecosystems, both inside and outside the inter- the interchain to discover these products? Um, on on like the multi-chain vision side of things, well, on the relationship side of things, actually, first, uh, Mr. Minded definitely has like a wide network of friends and artists. Um, some of them are creating uh, in various different places that that are not secret. Um, you know, we we would like to get them to create here as we get further along with the tooling as well. But uh, we are still kind of thinking through the approach of of how to cater to either bringing those people over or or having some sort of bridge, let's say. Um, we're just a little too early in the tooling side of things uh, to to have like a 2022 vision for that, let's say. But uh, it's something Mr. Minded brings up to me a lot. Uh, he, he might want to comment on it as well. Well, you kind of spoke to um, the fact that there'll be the NFT contracts there. So, I mean, there can be some initial onboarding. At least I know a lot of the people and artists I've talked to are familiar and that they have eyes on secret. They would like to come over here too whenever uh, the time is right. But it's really just been trying to get out the the mission and, and you know, the purpose behind Secret Network and, and get that kind of get eyes on it and get that in the hands and ears of other communities out there too and builders and kind of see how you know privacy can be incorporated to everything that they're doing as well and just you know it's it's just bringing community together is really the essential purpose and drive and finding unique ways to do it through art uh, nfts and you know web3 no it's awesome it's awesome to hear about this vision because uh, it does seem to leverage secret in the stack in a way to like that impacts pretty much everything that's ever been launched on the network and some of the things that we've been waiting to see launched for some time so seeing it all in one place and then being able to take the wraps off of it sounds pretty exciting um is there anything else you can reveal then about timelines or upcoming products before we start opening things up for for people who might have questions and want to jump on the stage with you sure uh so overview so far, um, Polymer is now blizzard.finance. Uh, we are going to launch that in quarter four. Um, the token would come with that. And we also plan to launch an open NFT contract for uh, people to use if you know if they want their own site. Um, they, don't, oh, they wouldn't even necessarily own uh need to deploy their own site but it's just it's a resource for for people that want to have i don't know how to really phrase it maybe a little more flexibility um off platform uh minting let's say um a little bit of more custom experience we're going to be opening that later this year um next year is when uh more interesting uh, tooling will come out uh, and more interesting tie-ins between Secret DAO and Blizzard. Um, we our medium to long-term vision for uh, like how we would extend uh, Blizzard, or at least one part of it. We're we're working on uh, the more general stuff. Um, we're, we're we're working on that roadmap still, but when it comes to tying into Secret DAO. Medium to long term, we also intend to uh, do something similar to PseudoSwap, where we take the AMM and uh, we make it compatible with NFTs. Uh, if you're not familiar with PseudoSwap, you'll have to check it out. It's a different experience than uh, you might come to expect in uh, selling or acquiring an NFT, but it's essentially like an AMM that works with uh, NFTs. Um, so that, that's kind of like one of the, one of the things we want to tie in with, like if let's say you issue a DAO and you have a collection that you want to sell, maybe, maybe like the, the DAO, uh, 
like at inception, you're you're trying to fund it maybe by selling NFTs. Um, tying it into the AMM can allow you to kind of have this sale of NFTs that has liquidity provided to it and discovery through an AMM. Um, I haven't, I, I've you know, I've of course seen PseudoSwap. I haven't seen this exact approach taken before so it'll be an experiment but we we do have uh i mean yeah there's essentially more tie-in that we have planned in the future for for bridging these two things together very exciting anything else to add for you guys on stage jacob mr minded seems not but you can always chime in i'm going to open up the floor since we're about halfway through and i'm going to restate today's claim code so floor is open for anybody who's got questions to the secret DAO team. I imagine many of you might, because this is the first time a lot of this information is being released. We've heard about Polymer, now Blizzard. We've heard about the planned product releases, how this whole vision fits together. Uh, and so I'm going to restate the claim code as well. If you want to claim their badge, I think there's something in the private metadata you just might want to see. So check out the pinned tweet here inside the space. The code today is snowman all one word, snowman. Type that in, claim your badge, show that you were here supporting the secret DAO team, and then decrypt that private metadata to see what's been going on. Uh, I've added one person up here already who's probably got some questions. So skeleton punks, the floor is yours. Hi, good morning. I just had a quick question, you know, uh, the pseudo swap comment. Uh, what do you, cause pseudo swap, uh, from my understanding, you know, they, they're like an open, an open platform that sells NFTs, but, but they ignore project royalties. Like it's a really weird thing. So when you talk about having an AMA with NFTs, how does that honor project royalties? Yeah. Well, I, I, the approach we would take is not ignoring royalties is what I would say right off the bat. But, um, just want to clarify again, like we, we have a uh, like an overall plan um, for those features. It's we just got uh, you know polymer transferred to us within the last I don't know ten days. So we're not ready yet to get really granular into the technicals, but we would not be ignoring royalties uh, for for what I said. All right, I really appreciate that because. Uh, I mean, pseudo swap for a lot of project holders puts a really bad taste in our mouth because they fully ignore everything and they conduct right. open market sales. So maybe don't use that as the example next time because it, it throws red flags up like instantly. But I really think it's an interesting idea. That's why I'm in this space. I'm, you guys are doing great stuff, you know? Fair. Well, just remember, like, uh, we're not just technical people. Um, we, like Mr. Minded's on our team too. He's a creator. We're not going to proceed with any kind of plan that will alienate creators. We just, it's, uh, it goes counter to our mission. But uh, I take your feedback on the pseudoswap example. So I'll uh, note that in the future. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, if we can figure out a way to, I mean, even if it's a more complex uh, implementation than what pseudoswap has, we definitely are going to err on the side of, uh, helping the creators more than just, you know, getting something out the door and uh, um, like wanting it to be more user focused or not really like caring as much about what it does to their creators. So thank you guys. That's, that's all I had. Appreciate it. Thank you. Good question. I, I didn't even actually uh, know that specific detail about PseudoSwap. Um, I, I, I really only collect NFTs on secret, to be honest. Um, but, uh, that is good to know. We definitely wouldn't have done that. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, you know, it's, they, it's really weird. They are kind of like a rogue platform. They allow anybody to place like a Craigslist type of ad, which is an open sale. If anybody can browse the listings, that's an open sale. And they aren't asking permission for collections to be sold there. They're just allowing transactions and taking their commission. It's really awkward. Like, you know, if it's a closed sale, I'm all for there's no royalty. If you made your own deal with your friend in our community, you should be able to trade your NFT for free. Like, I don't really care. Like that's, that's between two community members. 
but just to conduct open sales to anybody in the in the whole wide world and like not honor the project or the project didn't ask to be sold there you know it's it's really crazy if they do it to us we will sue them i uh our team needs to like discuss this a bit more but i'll i can kind of i i guess i have a like a question here do you think consent of the the nft issuer uh it's optimal to get that in order to even sell it or is your main focus on making sure that they get the uh the royalty so my main focus is to protect the barrier of entry into the product because our community is our value proposition so if anybody can enter without paying the due to get in it like it's, it's it destroys it right so we've cultivated a community which has desirable traits and features to be a part of and if somebody can just circumvent the royalty well that doesn't hurt that hurts our project so right. if they're already holders of a collection and, and you know they're already in the group well then i think that makes it a more vibrant uh community if there is tools to allow for that type of transactions within groups but or within amongst holders but if you're if you're just jumping in i mean this opens up the door for like scammers way more right also and people stealing nfts and selling them it just makes a big problem if nfts are being sold uh without the collections permission on sites on open markets so i just asking for clear clarification on this one more time i i definitely picked up uh you know you don't want the royalties bypassed i don't want that either uh for any artist really um but like are you saying something anything like pseudo swap should also ask the uh creators of an nft collection hey can we put this here is that a part that you want to see or? yeah well if if they are showing our collection to the entire world as a sale then yes they should have the permission of the collection to sell their collection if if like i said like uh we the skeleton punks are partnered with another project called nft switch this is a p2p private sale they don't collect fees but they this is you cannot browse listings like this is like if if it, in discord you guys made your own deal you know your buyer's address you're gonna go you're gonna connect your wallet you input your buyer's wallet it makes sure that you guys are both holders of a collection and then it will only display the nfts that you guys both are collectors uh, or, or holders in right it, it won't allow you to trade in anything that you guys aren't both in the same community in right so in that model to me i think that's that makes a more vibrant nft community because it allows people to like really degen out be safe like conduct business and like then go to the open market and make a profit it creates like a sub level and it creates safety in the community whereas pseudoswap is just a free-for-all that right. and and they they don't give it they don't give a shit about the royalties of the artist of the collection of the community of of what we're building right it's just they don't care they ignore it and that's that awesome feedback <laughs> I have a few takeaways from this. First, uh, it sounds like what you're talking about is is very similar to how Stash approaches um, the marketplace, right? In order for a collection, at least I believe, I'm pretty sure, in order for a collection to be listed, the creator of the NFT contract, uh, that address has to authorize its listing. So uh, I don't believe people can list an NFT uh, in a collection where the creator has not done that. Um, so this, I think your feedback sounds similar, uh, to, to that. Correct me if I'm wrong. No, that will uh, solve the problem. I think if, if that was a requirement for every platform, then like that would solve the issue, but right. hundred percent. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Uh, a whitelisted address. Um, and if it was only projects too, that are able to even be associated with the platform, then that would also curb a lot of that too. Um, and we had kind of touched base at one point on some of the P2P, uh, even like the trading um, idea. I don't know if you want to dive into that a little bit, too. I don't specifically want to. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's like, <fair> enough. <laughs> just because it's, uh, I mean, with the, with the, with the AMM, uh, I think uh, we're going to be more going in a slightly different direction. We should enable transfers to like requested, but... Uh, uh, I think the better direction is the is the AMM to focus on, uh, and, and you know adding NFT support um, in relation to what you said. But the the other takeaway uh, was uh, so the first one was 
permissions on there. Okay. So the other thing that you had said was um, only users that are within the same community being able to like trade for it. So would that be, for example, would that look, could that look something like if you're using this NFT AMM, uh, you can only acquire NFTs that you are already in the community of, like you already have one. Yeah, well, I mean, that would, if you did that, right? And, and in that model, that, that means that person's already entered the community through the open market. They've already, you know, they're already engaging and participating. That's what we really want more than anything, right? Is the engagement and participation. We don't want people just to leapfrog these, these aspects of, of NFT communities, right? This, is, this really is our value proposition, especially for a group like us. I don't know if you know our history. We were rugged. We took the project back from our founder. We tracked him down and then Luna crashed. And then we were one of the first ones to go back. We've never had money, right? Our entire value proposition is our community. And if that is circumvented, excuse my language, but we're fucked. Fair enough. Hey, uh, feel free to message us. Uh, we'll talk more uh, outside of this. All right, I just, I just followed you real quick. Um, I think another cool idea that we could have is, uh, you know, one, basically have permissioned, uh, um, like, addition to the NFT AMM, so um, projects can control that, but then also projects can say, hey, we only want this to be available to other members or to, um, you know, it can be available to anybody. Uh, I mean, you could have different, like, levels, um, like, within the, you could probably set different levels of, uh, interaction within the contract. I don't know how difficult that would be, but it's almost definitely possible. I'm sure we have a lot to talk through on that. It was it, like the NFT AMM thing. I just want to say it again, guys, very early alpha, let's call it. Um, it is something we intend to do, uh, but the granular stuff, like uh, we're not prepared to dive super deep into it today. Cool. Well, awesome questions and awesome answers. And obviously, the best part about being able to discuss this on these kinds of spaces is that you're getting in early enough to actually impact how these products get development, or sorry, how these products get developed, since these are the people who are actually going to be using them. So make sure you're giving your feedback early and often to, the, to these teams. I know that they really appreciate it. They use your feedback to make their products better. And we definitely want everything being built within the secret universe to be as good as possible to get adopted by as many people as possible. Um, I don't think I've given you the opportunity just yet to shill the secret DAO channels. If you want to mention where people can go, I was going to give you time to do that at the end anyways, but since people are already asking questions for people who can't speak live here, but may have questions for the team, joining the, the, the secret DAO channels is a great way to make sure the team gets your feedback. Yeah. Um, we don't have a vanity URL, so just uh, uh, maybe give me a minute to create that real quick. And uh, I'll say the Discord then. Uh, Mr. Reiner, if you could share the other ones while I do that, maybe. Yeah, we have a secret dial Telegram channel, and we also have our Discord as well. The best place, I guess, to just get it quick is right through our secret DAO Twitter. We have our link tree posted right there and that has everything you need um as far as our channels and how to reach us oh yeah we have the link tree that that solves this thanks <laughs> um and the telegram channel hand vanity handle is at secret dow um uh yeah and then the link tree will will have that but we'll add a we'll add a vanity thing something like chat.secretdow.com and it'll once I set that up, it'll direct to the Discord. Awesome. I've invited one more speaker up here as well. So go ahead. I I, I might be R-A-C Iser Soze or Rekaiser Soze, however you want to do it. It's, go for it. Uh, yeah, bro. Uh, thank you very much. Yeah. It's well, it's Rekaiser Soze from the uh, usual suspect. I, I hope my audio is okay. Do I do I sound okay? I have yeah, to check you're first, yeah. You're really good. You're sounding good, and whatever software you're using is giving you an awesome accent. Thank you very much, brother. Thank you very much. It's very kind of you to uh, invite uh, the raccoons up. 
Uh, obviously, we've been on secret from day one, uh, NFT project. I'm not here to shill. I am here to say, though, I realize uh, just how unique we are when I listen to your, your fella there, the, the guy, the gentleman earlier, uh, really hardcore, you know, about the fees and the royalties and stuff. I mean, he was very passionate, which to me is kind of bizarre since raccoons have been like doing backroom deals like big time, right? Since like day one. So to us, like to hear that is kind of like, like really weird, but I do respect it. I mean, I do know the revenue streams have got to come from somewhere, right? Uh, but the, 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 the reason I've come up to speak, guys, is to ask about Dow Dow version two and about the development and you guys. And to me at the minute, it's a little bit of a race to the finish line. Uh, I'm hesitant, right, to support the, the NFTs moving from secret uh, to Juno Network for, for various reasons, right? Uh, but there is a push in our community, uh, especially with uh, my friend uh, Rama, Rian Man, he's definitely pushing to move the uh, NFTs through the uh, ICS. Um, uh, guys, by the way, just to let you know, I did invite the developers up, right? Uh, before I, I got up to speak, I was like messaging them saying, Come up and speak. Are you free? Are you free? They're obviously aren't free. So I'm going to like jump up as a pleb and just like say what I know, yeah? Uh, Rama, one of our main guys, yeah? Uh, he's pushing for the uh, NFTs to be moved over from Secret to Juno. And uh, we had our first distribution. So we had our first like ROI uh, on Saturday from our gaming platform. Uh, where the NFT holders got like, based on the utility, right, uh, got like a payback, essentially, right, a share of the revenue. Uh, but obviously, we had the situation where it's Juno and it had to be like unwrapped, et cetera, et cetera, right? So, you, you know, guys, we're going through these motions, these steps as like not devs or tech guys, normal people, right? But um, um, at the moment, like I have a nostalgia uh, effect for Secret. And I really want Secret DAO to become something like special. We have an intention of some sub DAOs. Uh, what's happening at the minute with the DAO DAO version two and versus you guys? Can you give me some clarity online? Because there's plenty of racks listening in. And I would really love to know how I can support the fact that we keep the NFTs on Secret uh, and, until we have full deployment with you guys, right? I don't know if you understand the question or what I mean. I'm just like, half of the community wants to switch to Juno, and I want to stay on secret. Can you hook me up with some information, bro? Sure. I think I can work with this. Um, so uh, uh, at the cost of hype in some cases, uh, we, we still prefer to ground our, the expectations that we set. Um, it's possible Dow Dow will beat us to market with their v2 they do already have a live product um i think our differentiators uh would be why somebody would use what we're doing over them it's not going to be because we're first um but you know one of the there, there's just so many there's so many differences first of all uh as i understand it at least anybody can feel free to correct me on the call or message me later but it does seem to me that dow dow uh builds from the ground up uh not necessarily with privacy in mind right they they have an existing product it's clearly not built on uh you know secret network um uh it's built i i they're definitely trying to work with it um but yeah we're building our product from the ground up with privacy in mind on the secret network uh that's one differentiator uh i know that they have some sort of AMM, some sort of trading feature there. But from my perspective, at least, uh, it seems to be like a feature of DowDow. And the approach we're taking and that we're committed to is we are launching an AMM that is separate from Secret DAO, but it ties in through the token and it ties in through various other things. Like I said, when issuing a token through your DAO or an NFT through your DAO, uh, it would tie into these to the AMM features, right? So I think like those differentiators, 
uh, are the main reasons why somebody would stay over on secret or decide to use our tooling. Um, and I kind of do, I mean, I, I like, I think the agency program is launching on Dow Dow. Uh, people need Dow tooling now. Um, they were just kind of ahead of us uh, time-wise when, uh, when, you know, they launched and stuff. So uh, I, I wish I had a better pitch for you staying right now. But, you know, if you care about the differentiators, I, I, I would say you're going to want to stay. Um, there's a lot can, of... Can you speak I, on, any, on what any of those differentiators are? Like what, I guess, I know we have some things too that we'll be offering or can't offer that they can't or even currently. Is there anything that you want to discuss on that either or want to mention? Oh, well, I, I meant like this, the, the differentiator that, you know, we're building an AMM not as a feature. We're building it as a standalone product. And then when it comes to building on secret with our DAO tooling, building it from the ground up on secret, I believe is going to have a different experience than building it from the ground up somewhere else and adding secret um, as, as like a secondary thing or like whatever that ties into it, right? Uh, I guess we'll have to wait and see, but one of the things that we're being conscious of over here is making sure that uh, you can't really like pierce the veil, let's say. Um, if you want to be totally anonymous and uh, have nobody know you are a part of a DAO, then you should be able to do that. Um, people shouldn't be able to prove that you voted on a specific DAO even, uh, a specific proposal uh, and stuff like that. And uh, it's possible other people are, are going to solve those problems. I think DAO is great, so no shade. Um, we've talked to them on a couple spaces and stuff. Uh, and yeah, but I do think the differentiator literally of us just building here from the ground up with privacy in mind will result in a different privacy profile than when compared to other projects. And one if, of the, yeah, uh, bro, I really appreciate it. Honestly, I'm sitting here and I'm making like so many notes so that I'm going research uh, things tomorrow, you know. One of the things was... The, the fact that obviously the uh, CW20 uh, tokens from the gambling platform, uh, there wasn't a way to distribute them uh, through secret, which was like a bit of a nightmare. Uh, so that's the Cosmosm situation, right? Are you, are you guys on, is secret operating on Cosmosm 1.0 yet or not all? I don't know. I'm yes. Not, I'm not yes. Aware, I'm, Jacob. Right, okay. Okay. Yeah. So um, just, sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say we had. About, I think we had like about uh, 28k in uh, rack, uh, the rack token maybe that could have been distributed. They did the Juno, the one three 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 was uh, significant because the uh, one thousand three hundred thirty three Juno represented the NFTs, which are only a collection of one uh, one thousand three hundred thirty three, right? But there's there was rack tokens in the reserve uh, that could have been distributed. Obviously, CW twenty. But we couldn't get them. Obviously, we could already get Juno over, right? Like you can, you can see, like we've got some like frustrations, you know. But we we want it to work, yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. Makes sense. Um, yeah, I, I wish I had. I wish I could say that like we were ahead uh, on launching or something than than they were. It, but uh, I can't say that. So you know, just focusing on the differences uh, for me is is why anybody would care that like well well at least you're honest i mean at least you're honest bro i can give you that much because i'll tell you that's barefaced honesty that, that i appreciate that more than any bs in the world thank you very much yeah <laughs> no problem <laughs> um and and there are some other interesting things you can do when these products are like when the when the dow tooling is designed from the ground up over here or when the amm is approached as not a feature but a standalone product um like a possibility like let's say we we add nft support we deploy an nft version let's say a community wants their own uh interface we we could potentially deploy an amm just for that community which i've seen i've seen this recently um uh, was it the some some have you seen have you seen our interfaces have you seen how it, our our front end or 
that we've, I mean, totally built out, uh, like Juno swaps in there, uh, Dow Dow's in there, the staking. Have you, have you, I mean, nope. I'm not chilling. Guys, please, please understand everyone listening. I'm not chilling, right? I'm just asking you, have you seen our uh, front end, yeah? No, I haven't seen there any, I haven't seen that. Uh, if you could raccoon raccoon.supply i mean if you're on a computer now you'll be able to see it straight away right uh, obviously i mean you'll have kepler probably uh, you'll be able to be connected but if you haven't got obviously nft access there's a lot of things you can't see uh the guys are i mean i'm going to be very honest and actually say something online here for everyone listening this is a bit of alpha that no one knows uh Raccoon devs have basically said no matter what DowDow does create, uh, they're going to just integrate everything into the front end. Uh, th- this is the the entire game plan is to just have this like da- desktop application where you don't even know you're on the blockchain. Uh, but if you look at the front end, you'll see like they've the built quite a lot of stuff in there. I mean, I've got some historical stuff we could talk about later, you know, but devs are doing this, bro. Devs are interested in like taking the responsibility, you know, you guys like facilitating the back end. Yeah. It's a uh, very interesting right now, mind. And I'm, I'm determined to keep these NFTs on secret for the nostalgia brother. Well, we definitely appreciate that. And, uh, you know, we're dedicated to making sure that, uh, um, secret is one of the big players in the coming months and, you know, with, uh, Adam 2.0 and all the other, uh, exciting things going on in the cosmos first hey people have got a ship now the pressure the pressure the ship is becoming insane right now we've got like two guys and an artist and they're just shipping every single day for fun like so like i can't even go like i say i'm not chilling guys it's it's all about secrets about secret doubt but for the last three to four weeks uh, I've had many conversations with Rack in the DMs, right? Just myself and them about Dow Dow, Secret Dow, Dow Dow, Secret Dow, the front end. Like, it's, uh, yeah, um, yeah. That, I mean, that's why I wanted to speak up tonight. I thought it was relevant. That's all, brother. Yeah. So I, I just want to expand a tiny bit on this because I got some messages. And I, I, I know that Dow Dow is getting privacy through Secret Network. I'm fully aware of this. But I'll just highlight like an example of uh, an application on Secret already that has some privacy, but tons of privacy leaks. Uh, and that's Secret Swap. It's front running resistant, but if you put in the effort, you can de-anonymize certain things. And that's not like an accident. That's not because uh, the original developers uh, uh, didn't know how to make it private. It's because there's a number of things to balance there, right? Like you still want to be able to generally see um, how much volume is going through and things like this. But if you analysis, if you do analysis on like an archive node uh, at each block height, you can't. There, there's privacy leaks, like very blatant privacy leaks. Um, so I don't know how they're going to implement it. But if you can implement something on secret alone, and it can have privacy leaks. There's definitely the possibility for privacy leaks uh, going over the chain. You still need to account for how you're actually designing it, which is where I think that us developing on secret uh, with a privacy like first model uh, from the ground up is a differentiator, right? Um, when I think about privacy of a DAO, like I don't want somebody to be able to pierce that veil and understand who is on the other side. Uh, this is going to be super important with DAOs uh, in the future. And I, I hope other people solve for it. I think they can if they put effort into it, not, not just DAOs. But I think, I, think you also, I think you also really need to be careful, though, of the like, privacy oversell. Uh, because I think to that like, educated like, listeners out there and stuff like that, I think that, the, the, you know, if it's solely the privacy overkill of, of secret, uh, that's going to be a problem because I have got permission, uh, not permission, but, you know, you know, to say this, that obviously, like, nobody can come in and speak from the dev team. Uh, I'm just the, the, the sort of community uh, brand follower, right? But the, the the thing with raccoons at the minute and the development and the frustration because this is because they want to stay on secret 
people need to understand that the devs right now, no matter what the community is saying, the devs want to stay on secret. But, you know, the, the devs as much as anybody else in the world, right? And, and secret's given them a lot of constraints rather than providing them with something that's enabling them. Every, like, they're constantly, they seem to be like hitting uh, brick walls and plateaus, right? And things are like, I mean, this is effectively the message right. is that it's constraints. It's not enabling them to let, like, them, let them run free because, I mean, we're, we're talking about where does our HQ lie at the moment? And we are talking about Celestia, like, quite like, seriously. Uh, that's in quite far stages. But I want, at the end of the day, this is my hard line. I right. want to keep the NFTs on secret. For for a particular reason, you know, how how is Secret going to be able to facilitate a, a little bit of a? Because you can go and look at what happened on Saturday at uh, nine nine pm. You uh, sorry two pm UTC uh, with the distribution and and how we had to amend things. That's all I'm saying, bro. At the moment, from yeah. from the project, I'm the official voice. We've got constraints rather than things that en- so, enable us to go further. Yeah? So. On right, so on the note of constraints, I'm sure uh, Jacob could expand on it. I'm gonna try to gloss over it mostly, but like it took a while for Cosmos 1.0 to come out on secret. We'll call that the privacy tax, right? Uh, secret isn't a cookie cutter copy and paste chain. We we have a complex complex piece of technology that the Secret Labs devs have made. Uh, the actual chain runs inside of an enclave. That's not super straightforward to uh, design to work well or at all. Um, many don't have the expertise to do that. And it, it, it's a tax in the sense that it, it, it's added complexity for those developers. They can't copy and paste the latest upstream and be like, all right, uh, call it a day, right? Um, that said, secret Cosm Wasm 1.0 is out now, right? So I think some of those barriers have been taken down. Uh, that's probably the biggest barrier uh, when it comes to like contract development that people were complaining about because uh, y- you do want the advanced features from 1.0. Um, and, you know, past that, when it, when it comes to like empowering people, that's really what we're trying to do with Secret DAO, right? We want to make it so you can create a DAO, issue a token, issue an NFT, sell the token or sell the NFT and have this all be a very simple experience. And, uh, uh, past that, like, you know, there's, there's next steps past that for like adding your own utility. Um, but using like the tooling as a base to, to, you know, get your DAO up and things like that. So, I mean, we're not leaving secret. I know that, uh, you know, you're, I understand your concerns and in general about that topic, but like well, we, I love Secret. I love Secret. I've been a big follower for a long time. I've been a big fan back from the early days. And, I, I, you know, I've made some good investments, right? I made some good... I've got a lot of, like, affinity with you guys, you know, uh, for sure. It's, a, it, it's an ongoing battle where we are right now uh, being a DAP. Uh, you know, obviously, like, not being, like, a, you know, obviously a chain, an L1, and not even being a validator or anything, just being, like, a DAP, basically. And and trying, I mean, the devs, like I said, they're just working constantly. But I highly appreciate mine, uh, the work you guys do. And I just want to say this one thing. Uh, shout out Secret uh, Shout out Secret App. Shout out Stash App. Uh, I don't know if any of you guys have actually like like worked on Stash App or part of the same crew or whatever. But shout out Stash App, mind. Uh, they've been insane, the raccoon. They've been absolutely fantastic. So, yeah, we really, really do appreciate the uh, Stash, mind. And I hope Secret DAO, like, you know, rises to the same levels. We see the same, like, devs and the changes, you know, the updates, whatever. Uh, but, uh, yeah, guys, I'll finish. I'll shut up. Uh, raccoons have been up here enough. Uh, be happy to reach out to the devs. Uh, they're, they're, they're very lovely. We, we want to work with everybody. We want to connect. We want to be everywhere, you know. Uh, but I appreciate your openness, your honesty, and your clarity. Uh, thank you very much, Mike. And I'm I'm going to shut my mouth and leave now, brother. Okay. No problem. Thanks for your, thanks for your feedback. The only closing thing I wanted to say on on the discussion we had was uh, I don't expect a group like yours to choose Secret DAO because of some sort of privacy maximalist uh, pitch. Uh, so that's not it's not 
the pitch for you. The reason I highlight what may end up being privacy differentiators uh, for you know building on Seeger from the ground up is because if your privacy in relation to your association to a DAO is important, then its importance is likely an absolute, right? You do not want that to leak. Uh, we see devs getting arrested uh, or whatever, right? Um, there are various risks in being associated with certain projects. Um, maybe a team wants to be anonymous, right? For the cases where uh, those privacy differentiators will matter, I think people will want to be on secret DAO. And, and I mean, not as eloquently as what you've just said, uh, but what you've just said was actually in my Medium article uh, way back in uh, July, the 2nd of July, I think I wrote about, about uh, why, I, I had to justify why uh, Raccoon minted on Secret, but then deployed the gambling platform, the customers on contracts, everything else, the CW token uh, on Juno. So we are back at the beginning of July. I was like defending this or speaking about it. Uh, dude, I mean, I, I retweeted it the other day. If you, if you go to Medium and look for Robo, you'll see I mentioned about like different jurisdictions. Uh, obviously, we're a, I, I call us a gamification platform. I don't like to use the word gambling because we're not using legal tender. So under laws, and, you know, we've got lawyers and we've got everything we need. Disclaimers, everything, right? Like, I was explaining to people a long time ago at the peak war bottom why we did what we did. And you're just confirming it for me. You're, you're just confirming to me why raccoons actually mint on secret and why we should keep them there. Uh, so, yeah, that's the last thing I'll say, bro. Thank you very much for your time. Very kind. I appreciate it. I'm going to drop off now, okay? Take care, mate. Hey, thanks for your questions. Thanks for stopping by. All right. Well, we are at time, guys. Five minutes over the hour, and we really appreciate the passionate community questions for the Secret DAO team. As I said, you should join their channels. Follow them if you're interested in hearing what's happening next. Definitely got some new alpha leaks here today. Definitely some new information being shared when it comes to Polymer, now Blizzard, about the path ahead for Secret DAO, about the path ahead for these products. So pay attention, stay in close touch, jump into their channels. And of course, if you want to figure out what's going on with the rest of the secret ecosystem, we do encourage you to follow the main secret network account, get into the discord at chat.scrt.network. If you're interested in contributing to anything going on in the network, but you're just not really sure where to start, we have a whole army of secret agents ready to help you out. Go check out scrt.network slash agents. You get straight into that pipeline into that program, we make it fun to kind of start getting onboarded with everything that's going on on the network, using its technology, setting up wallets. It's a great group of people all over the world. So no matter where you live, somebody is there who can help onboard you into this awesome community of contributors. So check all that out. Come back next week, same time, same place. We're going to do these every week, 4 p.m. UTC. Hope you guys claimed your badge today. Last chance, click the link that's in the pinned tweet. You can go claim your secret DAO badge for attending today's secret space. You'll need the claim code. The claim code is SNOWMAN, all one word. Go check it out. Go check out the private metadata, see what's in store for you. But thank you again to the secret DAO team for taking your time out of your day to come join us. Thank you again to everybody who had questions. The feedback is definitely appreciated. We will catch you here around Twitter, around Discord. And until next week, when we come back with the next Secret Spaces, everybody be well, stay safe. Thanks for having us, Tor and Patrick. Yeah, thank Cheers. you all. Thank you, everybody. Very kind. Thank you from Raccoons. Take care. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was Secret Network Secret Spaces with Secret DAO on their DAO platform and Polymer. And I think towards the end there, you'll hear Robo from Raccoon Supply. Recorded on Tuesday, October 4th, 2022. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. And if you want to keep listening, head on over to TerraSpaces.org slash donate and show some support. I'm looking at you, secret. Pitching a little.
When I'm ripping and rapping, I ain't picking the bastards Who be tricking the masses into getting their asses kicked Feels like I've been getting my masters Fuck a pump and double like the income that's passive Raise up the bar before I fly right past it I'll be writing rhymes till they put me in a casket Old man shit, put the lotion on its skin Then put that shit back in the damn basket Like Buffalo Bill, the way I'm ruffling feathers Snuffing out debt, cut the heads off collectors Keep a couple heads in a jar as keepsakes And take the rest and turn them into free Upgrade the feelings, supply the free base Looking all professional, tools in the briefcase Running on empty from gassing up my teammates First one down, let me know how that sleep tastes Impossible, defended the plausible from end to demonstrable. The mission isn't even worried about the clearance. Running interference till our enemies fear us. We're only one disappearance away from a bad day. Everybody trying to save face on the last day. Feeling fancy, about to pull out the mass. Eh? Drop the eight ball in passing, that's so passe. I'm getting nasty, you cannot put it past me. A mix between blasphemy and tuck everlasting. Feeling like a masterpiece, looking like a tragedy. Trying to get through another day full of savagery. Getting headstrong from working in the mess hall, all hands on deck waiting for our next haul, I need the rest got big plans to eject, so feed the grass and keep off the Kleenex I am interested in magic because I am fascinated with psychology, I love to learn about how people make inferences about how they draw conclusions and find patterns and information and in particular, I'm interested in all that can go wrong uh, how an individual can be led astray from certain cognitive vulnerabilities or exploited. Terror spaces.